You're like, I hate civil rights. <laughs> no, I, I just... was a, I was a manager once, and I want to be able to fire those suckers. <laughs> I hate when workers have the ability to not work whenever I say, yeah. oh. <laughs> it's the weekend, and they want to have time with their families. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast, an auditory another space where three intrepid podcasters discuss super serious topics selected for them by the random topic generator. In the podcasting discussion system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The intelligent, who learn things and bring knowledge of great value to the listeners who partake in this oral congregation of minds and the dumbasses who have nothing of great value to say and yet exhibit an overpowering need to be the center of attention. Joining us, as always, is Michael Hodgins, Crofton Steers, and myself, Bo Schwartz, and as today's discussion unfurls, we will discover to which of the two groups each of us belongs. These are their stories. Dun, dun. <laughs> Hi guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Good Batter Bullshit Podcast. That's a good opener, Bo. <laughs> yeah, I, I just can't decide if I want to be in the cop half or the lawyer half. Yeah. I think you know which half you want to be in. I think Bo's definitely in the cop half. Kind of yeah. bending the laws, making arrests. That's true. I like to kick ass and take names. I'm probably the prosecutor side. And I'm, I'm the dead body you find it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, you're the old lady in the apartment. Like, I don't know. I saw him yesterday. I don't know. He was an ethnic guy. (laughs) Exactly. That took Uh, a racist turn. All right. So, um, what's news, guys? We're uh, yet again gathered here to do some good, bad, or bullshit. Uh, You got anything interesting to share with our listeners? I'm interested to hear how your quitting smoking is going. Uh, Public shaming. Public shaming. All right. Hear the music. Oh yeah, here it comes. Smoke Wash 2014. Smoke Watch 2014. So the update is that I'm I'm still haven't quit smoking. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suck as much as I did the last time we did Smoke Watch. Um, I did get my health card, so the drugs I talked about getting, I'm effectively going in tomorrow to see. Yeah, if I can't get my cessation. Yeah, look, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I really, I'm really pinning a lot of hope on these drugs because uh, uh, all the other methods haven't really been too effective for me thus far. So, like, uh. it's like if you can't quit one drug, try another. Exactly, <laughs> you got to replace your habit with some other habit, right? It's so. funny how like, drugs are the cure for drugs. I like how all the other methods that Bo has tried are try to stop smoking immediately altogether at once and do nothing else. Like that's like you no, haven't done I, anything. I, I've I quit smoking for four months a while back when I was chewing the gum. I've, yeah, you were I've chewing tried, that stuff. I've made. I like remember three you said earnest efforts. You were telling I, me about the, and I, the the instructions on the 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 nicotine gum was like chew twice and then like 
and then like hold it under your tongue for yeah. like 30 seconds and then do two two more two more chews yeah. and Bo was said he would just chew it like regular gum yeah, so also hepped up on nicotine it's like, like, like the fifth gum of the day and you're like it's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, get that nicotine in there <laughs> and then he found out that if he smoked and chewed the gum at the same time I, he could double up I never did that and there was a big warning on the box not to do that nicotine <laughs> <laughs> overdose like, yeah it's probably uh, that's gotta be rare probably but what a way bad. to go Yep, yep, so... uh, Well, we're not going to retire Smoke Watch yet. You're making baby steps, and the public shaming is necessary. Plus, this was your idea. I think it's your voice on the Smoke Watch intro. And you wanted to put it out to the world, and now you have a health card. You have no reason except laziness to not go to a doctor. Remember, that's the only reason. You guys raised very good points. I really didn't want to do Smoke Watch today. uh, That's the best thing about it. You made me do it. How you brought this up and it's biting you. <laughs> I, I would like to just update my smoke watch. I still haven't started smoking. Oh, good for you. Just good keep it that way. It's uh, well, I'm a hundred percent successful. It's mine. Really oh yeah. When when Bo first announced this, I said I was going to do sugar watch. I was trying to cut down sugar. Oh, how's that going? Uh I've cut out all sugar drinks, like uh, no more Coke or cola uh, or juices. Okay, and that's going pretty well. And that's a major thing of sugar but i have not cut out all sugar nor will i really that can be very hard for some people yeah like whatever yeah i just figured if i'm gonna get sugar i'd rather get it from other sources than like coke or something like that yeah like fruits and maple syrup yeah or like ice cream if i'm gonna get it somewhere i'd rather (laughs) get it from ice cream (laughs) okay all right should we we get into the topics here? yeah i think we're due to start uh with topics so pull the cord there mike okay they're The ironic part is you both will end up with lung cancer. Woo! Uh, it's not funny. I shouldn't woo that. <laughs> I, I shouldn't laugh. I actually have a tumor. Uh, the <laughs> topic today is bachelor parties. Woo! <laughs> bachelor. Man, we're on a real roll with uh, sexually charged topics. Whoa. <laughs> well, I mean, bachelor party. Are we talking bachelor and bachelorette party? Like this idea yeah, of one like... last hurrah for both men sure. and women? Though I think there's different cultures around them. Okay. Um, oh, incidentally, what's... have either of you seen the Tom Hanks film, Bachelor Party? No. I was uh, thinking of thinks... Hangover. I, I, bought it, I bought it in a bargain bin at Walmart a few years ago. It was like one of these, like, for $5, there was two DVDs, and I looked through this bin, and I was like, oh, like, it was like a 1980s Tom Hanks movie. I'm like, Bachelor Party. I'm like, this will probably be, I remember Tom Hanks doing funny movies back in the day, and I, so I bought it. It's basically unwatchable. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember really anything about it, except there was a Bachelor Party, it was just, it wasn't good. I Well, I could have learned that from the title. Also, I always wondered who bought those movies in those Walmart bins. Also, I bet the second movie was Philadelphia. It could have been. <laughs> but Tom I, Hanks twofer. Well, listen, we, we all, all three of us went to go see The Hangover. That was a bachelor party movie. Yes, that uh, was yeah. a bachelor party yeah, that movie. That was quite funny. Yeah, so. so but, but you know what? That movie is a good example because it basically goes to the extreme ends of the like debauchery and the craziness, which is supposed to be the, you know, what surrounds the bachelor party. This like one last hurrah. And I think it tends to be like the wilder and crazier, uh, the better. Yeah. 
So, so like, um, just to define it, it's 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 one final party that your friends organize for you before you get married, right? That's it. That so you're having this party, but we've said like it's one last hurrah a couple times. How far does one like? What does that mean exactly? Like, is the concept that you're single and that you're going into marriage? So, like, what happens? What what should I'm- happen? I've always found that that's kind of misleading. Right. Because because especially women at bachelorette parties, you'll often see like you'll see them running down like if you go to a map, you know, say you went to Vegas on the Vegas strip or whatever, they might be running along and they they'll be wearing like a crazy outfit and it'll be a t-shirt that'll say, you know, single until and it'll be the date of their wedding or like something along those lines that makes it seem like they are actually available until the date on their shirt, which in fact is not true at all. They are getting married. They are in a committed relationship and they're just going out for one night of like craziness with their friends. That's really all it means. Yeah. So, okay. So the, this idea of like, you know, um, being in a committed relationship and a, a monogamous relationship, what's your stance on if you're technically not married until you know, let's say April, let's say late April, and you're 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 a bachelor now? What's your stance on you know having that one last hurrah? How far is too far? What's what are the boundaries? Well, I think that based on how much of a douchebag you are, <laughs> uh, if you're a big douchebag, then, uh, you know, you probably sleep with a few prostitutes or something. But if you're someone who cares about your marriage being a success, you probably have some major boundaries that uh, you don't cross because you're about to get married and you don't want to go into that with a giant... Uh, STD. <laughs> yeah, well <said>. yeah <laughs> okay. exactly. But okay. I think I think about. I mean, and maybe this is just pure fiction. But either of you guys watch uh, Mad Men, Crawford. I know you hate this show. Yeah, I, I hate it. Yes. But in one of the first episodes, one of the main characters is getting married, and he has a bachelor party, and then he shows up at like this this kind of secretary's house at night. He's like, oh, "I'm getting married tomorrow," and then she just lets him in, and they have sex. He was just like, "I need to have sex with the girl because I'm getting married tomorrow." I'm like, "Hmm." Is that how it was in the fifties? I mean, well, I, yeah, you're talking about that. Um, the Weasley character who does that, right? It's not Don Draper. It's that. Uh, well, look, Don Draper. <laughs> well, no, I know he's. he's they're they're all pretty, you know, gross in in certain way. But I'm talking, you know, Pete he, Campbell. He, yeah, that's it. Pete. Yeah, you know the character's yeah, name. Yeah, he's kind of Weasley guy. Yeah. So I watched the two seasons. It sucks. I know. Yeah. Uh, look, here's 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 the thing: is uh, it, the standards may have changed, but bachelor parties, and we talk, we've talked a lot of pop culture, and I think that the reason that they remain very popular is not just hanging out with friends. I do think that they keep getting these sort of. Uh, boosts through through pop culture, and I honestly think that The Hangover uh, recently, um, it, which turned into a trilogy of movies, but my bachelor party uh, coincided with that release of The Hangover. It was literally a month or two afterwards, and everybody was really enthused because it was like, oh, you know, this movie just came out. It's supposed, you know, it's a good time and that sort of thing, and everybody was excited. I'm not saying that bachelor parties weren't happening, and we're near Montreal, which is one of the big North. 
American bachelor party hotspots. Uh, but I just think that they, they rise in prominence uh, from time to time as they rise in prominence in pop culture. I feel like they normally have some kind of structure, which is often, I mean, look, it's it, they tend to be gender segregated. I'm sure sometimes there's, uh, you know, mixed, mixed gender item, but certainly the ones I've been to have been just dudes for the bachelor party and just ladies for bachelorette parties. Do some kind of activity have some kind of like dinner and then consume massive quantities of alcohol and be required to do a list of humiliating activities uh, and then wrap up the night at five o'clock with one or more of the bachelor party attendants being lost in a ditch somewhere to show up the next day at some point. <laughs> that, that's been me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're, talk, you're talking I, about me. I don't me. think that needed to be specified. But, <laughs> but it's funny that it was. Uh, um, I, I think that's a good synopsis. Although, um, I think that more and more like these stag and doe things are being done, which is which is sort of a, a, a both both sexes uh, type type party um, that's more of like less of a crazy time and more of like a, a sort of like hosted at somebody's house sort of thing. Um, so I I think the hangover again has led to a, a boost in in the more traditional uh, do- parties. I do think that they are sort of a vestige of the past. I mean, I, I really feel like you know a lot of people who are getting married these days are potentially living with their partner, have been in a committed relationship, have been having sex for a while. It's just, and now they're they're taking their level to or their their relationship to the next level of commitment. Right. But I think at one time it was literally like you never live with this person, you've never had sex with this person, and you're going to get married to them tomorrow, and then it's this big kind of send-off because it's a major life-changing event. But, I mean, I find my marriage was a great party, but it was, you know, it was sort of a, a formality in one sense. We were already at the level of commitment uh, beforehand and, and living together. So I felt like a bachelor party was more that just other people kind of... Uh, it's a thing that you do. Yeah, it's, it's a thing it's, that you do, and I think it has less sort of relevance than it did when it was this this sort of major change in lifestyle. Because my lifestyle didn't change at all after being married. But it it's a thing that you do that's supposed to be a good time with friends. So you see it now. I think that the takeaway is that is that you're it's less it's less about maybe what it was previously, which was getting out there with the opposite sex and all that sort of stuff. And what it's more about, and I think what the Hangover movie celebrated, was it's more about getting out there with friends. And, and it's more about like, maybe you're not going to, you're going to have adult responsibilities. Maybe you're going to be hanging out a lot more with your significant other or, or you know, doing uh, serious life things. And it's your last sort of vestige of that college, university, uh, frat lifestyle. Um, and, and uh, and and where you where you can enjoy it kind of guilt free with friends. Nobody, unless they're douches, as Mike t- touched on. Nobody's going out and sleeping with a bunch of women. What they're doing is they're going out with their buddies and they're getting hammered. And they might go to a strip club or they might go somewhere else. Uh, uh, but they're they're really it's just a, it's just about ha- it, it. It ends up being like they all end up often sleeping at the same hotel. It ends up being like one last sort of giant friend trip that might have been a regular occurrence previously, but now this guy is getting married, and so this might not happen again. So I, it's, I, I see that's what it's transformed into. Yeah. might not have always been that. The the bachelor party to me like um 
<clears throat> I hadn't actually ever really been to one until Crofton. You got married, and I went to yours. And I have to say, that was the best bachelor party ever. Like, I think it's my favorite when I think back on a lot of this, you know, things that we got up to. I, I, I had a really good time. And I couldn't believe when we went to Montreal... It really opened my eyes to the culture because for me it was like, oh, a bachelor party. It's, you know, we're going to get together, have fun. But to see that there were so many other people doing bachelor parties, like it was it was kind of ridiculous to my brain that that we'd find like, I think, how many, like six or seven different bachelorette parties that we interacted with over the course of being there. Like I thought that was pretty crazy and, and I, I didn't realize just how... Um, how much of a cultural thing it is that like everyone does this. So that, that left a big impression to me. I think my favorite part of the bachelor party though is, is the humiliation of the uh, groom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might just be a mean person, but uh, I really enjoy coming up with a list of things for someone to have to do. I don't mind the soft humiliation, but the hard, like there's, I, you know, I'm not going to go. We, we into, may have gone too far with you, Croft. I'm, I'm not going to go into details, but like, uh, there's, <laughs> I, I definitely am not, uh, be, having been on both sides. One thing I will say is that I really like, I, I really enjoy doing stuff with friends in a big group like that, and and it with the bachelor party, I find comes a lot of fun, and so I really and I really enjoyed my bachelor party in that I was a bachelor. I didn't really have to think about it. I was a little fearful about what was going to happen, but aside from that, but but Mike in Mike's bachelor party, I had a lot of stress actually because I was uh, concerned about it being a, a good time. And w- when you organize an event, you always want it to be a good time. But I think that there is an added um, I don't I don't want to say importance but like it it really feels like when you're in a wedding party and you're tasked with the organization of the bachelor party you don't want to screw it up you want it to be really memorable and that sort of thing and uh because of that you have like you have pressure and that pressure is placed mostly on the feet of our society and how we view bachelor parties we see them as important we see them as a big deal um and uh, and and because of that, I feel that like I feel that I enjoy some parts of the bachelor party, but you know I can see how it's sort of like you said, Bo, with all the people that we ran into, it's kind of become a beast in and of itself. Like it's there's biz, you know, bachelor party business is based around bachelor and bachelorette parties and this sort of thing. And well, yeah. and it is interesting in that they sort of you know we outlined kind of the formula of them, and Grafton, both you and I. Uh, had you know similar formatted bachelor parties but the interesting bit is neither of us are big drinkers or partiers and it wasn't like that was a you know an, an aspect of our lives before before marriage but so like it's like there just there are these societal norms about how you how you run a bachelor party and we just do those because that's our model but for some people that is their lifestyle some people before they settle down into a, they're like out partying with the guys or ladies every friday night in the bar scene like that's that identify that's what their single lives were like so it's one last throwback to like hey remember all those years when you were single and doing this but it's like i wasn't really doing that before and uh and neither were you but it's sort of like that's what a bachelor party uh, yeah, I agree with you, and that is interesting because we we um, in the way in the way I got like I don't drink, and I got a traditional bachelor party experience, uh, which I liked almost for the cultural value of it, for the fact like this is what I imagine bachelor parties 
uh, are like, even though I didn't drink and eat, it, it, it was it was a neat experience, just experience that. But I think that we immediately when we talk about bachelor parties, we think about those things. But like it, your bachelor party, we went bungee jumping, we went skydiving at mine. You know, we did uh, and we did like other you know other activities. You try and mix in there with just the sort of doing this the strip or whatever. The big idea is that it's it's like a, a fun activity day. People will go for bachelor ski weekends or something like that. If you're getting married, maybe in the winter, um, just different things uh, related to to the person in my case like we did a fun event but then we did we went to montreal where i used to live so i i definitely appreciate going to montreal but also it's one of the places you go for a bachelor party and then we did we did essentially the the you know the clubs and the the pubs which was not something that i necessarily do personally but i really enjoyed doing it that one time so it's a different experience for me than it you're right, Mike, than it would be for somebody that routinely Saturday night goes out to the bar. This would be a bigger and better bar scene and one last giant blowout before they end up on somebody's lawn in Oat Plan or something. I think that that's what's propositioned here because we talked sort of about that. Mike talked about the history of, you know, maybe we're stag parties uh, or stags, I guess, you know, the history of bachelor parties came in where it was like you didn't have that kind of life and you were sort of, it's a rite of passage into a new sort of world. But I, I feel a little bit like nowadays marriage is coupled with an inherent, not with everybody, but there's sort of a cynicism. And we talked about this on a recent podcast um, that, you know, I think the divorce one, where there's a sort of, even though maybe less people are getting divorced, we're getting married later, there's a certain cynicism about marriage, where like people often joke, your life is over when you get married, and and uh, you're not going to have fun the way you do when you have kids, or you're doing the things that married people do, like building a house and slaving away at jobs. Like That's the stereotype or the um, idiosyncrasy. Do you think there's a certain cynicism associated with with the idea of a bachelor party like you think they're outmoded now because we live we live in such a a different we have such a different understanding of what marriage is and it's evolving i mean aside from having a nice little party is the concept of you know seeing boobies and all the you know naked people that you can naked women or or men and doing humiliating things outdated i don't remember where i heard this but there was some uh, i think it was a colleague who was saying about this guy and they were having his bachelor party, but it was his third marriage. And I was like, third marriage? I'm like, I feel like, party! I feel like at a certain point, I'm like, you got to stop giving that guy a bachelor party. Like, it's sort of losing its its value and you're just like, oh, whatever, I have a bachelor party every uh, five to ten years whenever I get remarried. It's like, we yeah. do, we get an eight ball of coke and we go find the best prostitutes <laughs> in town. Maybe those are the guys who are having sex with prostitutes on their bachelor parties and that's why their marriages don't last very long. Or they're, all, they're also having sex with their prostitutes after he, marriage. You could be having Anyways, 15 but, year marriages. What? You could be having 15 year marriages. I th- one, one bachelor party every 15 years ain't so bad. But I think the point of the bachelor party is that you're transitioning from one state of living to another, and you can't do that a second time. <laughs> like, is, like, you're there. You're, you're, is, <laughs> is there, like, a sense with the bachelor party, because they always are held up as, like, these giant, you know, these, these raucous, uh, crazy parties, is it like trying to, like, hoard a bunch of party it's a be like, oh, I'm not going to be partying like this anymore. So this one needs to last me for like five years or however, <laughs> the rest of my life in theory. So you could, that's why you have to go so hard and drink 
as much and do crazier stuff than you might normally do because it needs to like last you through your domestic life thereafter. I think so. I, it's it it reminds me of like you know when people go on diets or they're on strict um, exercise routines, they have a, a cheat day. Like I remember reading somewhere that Ryan Reynolds and don't ask me why I know this that like he was on some get to zero point six body fat exercise. Or no, it was Tobey Maguire while he was doing Spider-Man. And um, Sunday was his cheat day, so he'd eat all the M&Ms he wanted. But then, you know, come the net Monday, he'd have to be back on his training regimen to get ready for the role of Peter Parker. So, like, to me, a bachelor party is kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime almost cheat day. Like, you know, some people think it would be morally wrong to skirt outside of, you know, like, to, to have... Say it's not a prostitute. You just meet... You have a casual one-night stand with a woman before you're going to get married in two weeks. There's there's a there's certain people that might rationalize that as like okay because the commitment hasn't been made yet and there's certain individuals like you Mike is like if you're a douchebag you're gonna do that kind of thing but 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 I think some I think the, the thinking is that yes I, I'm going to be like there's I love having sex with my now girlfriend soon to be wife but there's gonna be a day twenty years from now where I'm gonna like roll over and be like oh god. <laughs> and I'm like, so I want to live a little before, you know, I'm married for 20 years. Again, I'm not saying this is my opinion. I'm just saying, I, you know. I think that, it is your opinion, first of all. And second of all. I'm never I, getting I, married. It's not, I, I don't worry I think about it's, that. I think that's the outdatedness. I think that that it is, in like what Mike said earlier about it being used to be a certain thing and now it's something different. I, I agree with that. And like if I'm rating a bachelor party good, bad, or bullshit – it's going to be rated differently if if I'm applying it to its current incarnation as opposed to what you're suggesting, which is go out and have casual sex with somebody uh, because <laughs> this is my last day to be able to do so. Because uh, I have a different opinion on that than I do on on what what is now what I described as the going out last hurrah with friends. I do agree with the hoarding sort of party thing, and, and it's like it's putting. It, it's the sort of the abject create or, or um, imparting of importance on on one event uh, for for mostly artificial reasons. Because as Mike said, m- many of the relationships now are are solid, and everything is like you're, you've already been living together. You've already been doing certain things. Um, in terms of like your life is already changed. The wedding might just be a formality and therefore the bachelor party is really a formality as well. But it's one that has this sort of artificial importance um, put around it. And it sounds like I'm coming down hard on bachelor parties. But I do have to say like – and again, I am not a bachelor party connoisseur. I have not been to that many bachelor parties. But the ones I have been to – I have had a good time. Like I've had a good time. We've done fun stuff. There's I've been around uh, a bu- uh, a bunch of guys uh, joking around and 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 trying to like prank our friend or in my case get pranked and uh, you know like I mean I've had a lot of fun at the at the bachelor parties that I've been at. They they are fun ev- events in in general. In, in that I mean the whole thing around it is is a big party. I, I mean I wonder if there's some element of um, it's like you say to the in the guy or girl's cage. I think bachelorettes are similar that these days. But you're saying like, okay, you're about to marry this person, and then you have this big party, and that's sort of like a taste of what. It, it's almost like, are you sure? 
are you sure you want to do this? Because you, you go out in the bar, you party, you see all these potentially eligible ladies out there. And, and maybe it's kind of like, do you want, do you, are you going to get cold feet now that you've experienced the best and most crazy party of single life? Are you really ready uh, to, to, be, to be married? And then if you come out the other side and you're like, yes, I still want to get married, like for sure you pass. And if you come out the other side being like, I can't give up that lifestyle of hookers and drugs, uh, <laughs> then maybe you're like, I can't do this. It, maybe it is like a test, sort of, or to, to see how you're going to go through it. It is interesting you mentioned that, Mike, because at one time during my bachelor party, I remember, I remember like I had suffered some abject humiliation. I think Bo had blood dripping down the side of his arm, and there we were. A lot oh, yeah. of people were were really drunk, and and all this. And I turned, I turned to you and was like, I think I want to go home or something along those lines. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it, I remember it, that. And you said, and you said to me, I and I can't remember your exact words, but I remember it was something along the lines of, you know, that's that's a good thing. That's like you are you are appreciating what you have now that you see what what's out there. And it does feel like it did feel like in my bachelor party, and I love my bachelor party. I have super fond memories of it. It was a great time. But I do remember that it culminated in a moment like there was sort of a moment of excess. And I remember we were at like the the McDonald's or something at like four thirty or five in the morning, and I was in the yeah, line, and happy. I had I had <laughs> pardon at, at that point. I think you were I not that happy with us. No, I was pissed at people. I had bruises on my body, and I was. <laughs> I, 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 I was I was pretty much like at the end, I was at the end of my rope and it just felt like like that that it felt like that moment in a movie where everything is like you you get to Vegas and then it's super gl- glitz and glam and all their lights everywhere and you're like woo bachelor party and then it it felt like that moment under the uh, general lighting at the end where in the McDonald's where you're just curled in a corner of your own urine being like this wasn't at exactly what i thought you know and i think also what what i what i was trying to convey to you that i think i was that you know and at that time it's like then you know think about you're about to be wife and that like that's yeah. really the great you know and it and it, it's like can give you this moment of peace and happiness and knowing that this is a great thing you're going into and, and it's almost like you you put yourself into the depths of sort of depravity to come back to realize realize how good you have it and not to forget that and you yeah that, yeah you did say and i was like yeah and i remember at the time it resonated very i was thinking of my bed at home with my wife and stuff like that and being like oh man i really wish i was yeah, there and I, and I feel instead like i'm gonna that. be lying in a bed with a guy with gas you know and <laughs> yeah I, I i felt that at mine too at one point like late in the night just being like uh yeah like this is not the lifestyle i want i am making the right choice and and I'm excited to get into it. And incidentally, it's funny because Bo was not present at either of those moments uh, at either of our bachelor party because well, he was always the drunk, crazy oh, well, guy. That, that night, that night in particular, I was blacked out, so I don't remember. I don't because the whole issue was I had blood all over my hands and shirt, and I don't remember how that happened. Yeah, you came out because I was see I wasn't drinking that night because I was handling the drunk people, I you and a few other people, and <laughs> you came out of the strip club and you're like, I just smashed a bottle in some guy's face, and I was like, No, you didn't, Bo, and you had blood all over your hands, and then I, we were like, We better get out of here just to be sure. <laughs> like, laughed. yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I, I, I blacked out. It's <laughs> funny, Hodgins, because it's such yeah. a reversal of fortune because it you're. At your bachelor party, Bo also blacked out. No, I didn't and, black out. And it just <laughs> it just went from. sort of walked <laughs> off. And I was managing the drunk people, mainly him. And then 
and then he just walked off and then we like I was sort of worried about him and all this and then we all went to bed and I, I was and I was live tweeting my drunk walk Breck Breck was like Breck was like just let him go man just let him go <laughs> like and Father then, Jack and then the next day the next day like I went into the other room and Bo was like lying in a bed covered with grass stains. And supposedly, <laughs> supposedly he'd woken up at somebody's lawn halfway across the city. It was and far managed... enough. We Google mapped it. No, I, yeah, I, I climbed up Mount Royal and uh, scared like some people that were in there. And then I came out the other side. I had no idea where I was. I basically walked from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. And then fell asleep in somebody's front lawn, woke up a few hours later and came back. The bottom so this, line is, Bo, but, you're, you're that guy at the bachelor party. <laughs> and, and, and you're him. And it's honestly, party time. Woo! Next time you're walking by a bearded homeless person on the street at It might be morning, a podcaster. <laughs> yeah, it might be a podcaster. It might be a podcaster, that person. And it might be Bo. Actually, it probably is Bo. So don't judge. Are you guys ready to get into some verdicts here? Yeah. I know I am. Hell yeah. Roll them up. All right. I'll start. Uh, Bachelor parties are bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Look, they're a fun fun time. Uh, But, I mean, you know, if I – and I I definitely enjoyed – enjoyed my bachelor party but if i hadn't had it it wouldn't you know i wouldn't i don't think i'd be missing out on anything with life i don't think they're they serve the purpose they once did i think they're just an excuse to to get drunk and i'm like meh whatever take them or leave them it's, it's fun as they are so yeah just a bullshit activity all right well um i haven't been the center of a bachelor party because i've never been a bachelor who's about to get married so um i don't have as informed opinion as you two but i've i've had fun at the bachelor parties i always kind of look forward to them so i'm gonna say they're good um i i don't think they're like life-changing things but i think they're really fond memories i have spending time with both of you and um you know i, I really like them so yeah depraved and all that's no that's that's good and it, it isn't it is interesting uh how you you make you make a, a good point because this is not this is not a life-changing thing really like they're they're not they're they're just they're of the topics that we review they're a smaller they're a smaller thing and uh in that way it, it's very easy to call them uh bullshit like it totally is because they, they just they're a throwaway disposable thing mike is 100 percent right Getting rid of them uh, from life would not necessarily change my life in many ways, except that I would have missed a really fun day that I that I had with my friends, and and that's why like I don't think they exert such a negative force on society or on the world that that I can I can put negative emotions towards them. And I had such a good time at mine. I had such a good time at Mike's. Uh, that I'm I'm gonna have to side with Bo on this, uh, even though I recognize that they're not really that that important. They they definitely are a good time, so good. Woo. And I liked I did like like that epiphany and and that when that I had or that Mike you know enabled or whatever. I did I I did find that there was 
there was worth in that. And and even though I'd been with my wife for a long time, I I did have butterflies a little bit about I don't know why, but bo- but bottom line is that really you know immediately calm them down and put them to rest. So I, I, I mean, there was, there was value. That's good. That there's, there was some value. That's Yours like, definitely had that moment a bit, maybe more than mine. That's like yeah. a Renaissance take on bachelor parties. <laughs> I like how you could almost like have, you know, if you're going to fit yours in particular into like a movie, it'd be like, you're the guy at the bachelor party. Uh, Bo's the crazy Zach Galifianakis type yeah. hero character. <laughs> yeah. He's got the beard. And I was like I the like... sort of cool-headed <laughs> in that context. Like, I thought you were going to be Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley... Oh, he's the attractive yeah. guy, right? Yeah, yeah. that'd be me. Yeah. I, thought you were, I thought you were Ed Helms more. Ed, no. No, I was not. Not in that way. I guess he'll be a bit of both then. Yeah, yeah. Richard uh, was uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, that's true. I'd mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're changing that. Uh, You're at Helm. Sorry, Mike. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, this podcast made me think of another topic that I hope the random topic generator gives us one day is adultery because we were kind of going in that direction, but we brought it back and we were a eh? we were going in that direction. <laughs> well, the conversation was. I feel yeah. like that's one of your life goals. Like, if I, I never, I, I'll never get married, so I'll never get a chance to experience adultery. Yeah, I need to get married so I can experience a well, bachelor party where I cheat on my wife before getting married, and then once we do get married, I need to experience. Adultery. <laughs> well, I don't just mean adultery, but I also mean like not monogamous, you know, marriages or whatever. Like people who are cool with having outside partners and all those that. Come, I, those come in all I would just like to, to take this moment to point out that Bo is single, ladies, <laughs> and he is ready to mingle. Yeah, and I, I'm an open minded person. So He's open minded. If being open minded is your jam, then. Uh, Come have some of my jam. I hope you have ugly friends because he'll try and sleep with them too. Basically, he wants sex. That's what yeah, he's saying. That's he's what like, he wants. ladies, do you, do you like a relationship where you have a lot of sex and there's no real substance or anything? Then get with me, Bo Schwartz. <laughs> and and hope you have attractive friends. Thanks <laughs> for all your help, guys. It's marvelous. No you can help me quit smoking and help me not get in a relationship. It's great. All right. Um, so that's been another episode of the Good Bad or Bullshit podcast. If you want to email us with your thoughts and comments on bachelor parties or any other topic of interest to you, uh, email us at goodbadbull@gmail.com. Want to subscribe to the show? You can do so at our website, goodbadbull.com. There you'll find links to iTunes, Stitcher, and an RSS link so that you can subscribe. Um, you can also like us on Facebook. There's a link on our site. And you can follow us on Twitter at goodbadbull. And I think that's going to wrap it up, guys. Crofton, uh, if, uh, if our listeners want to find out more about you, where can they do that? They can find me planning the next great bachelor party at Crofton Steers on Twitter. And Michael, if our listeners want to find Find out more about you. Where can they, they find They can you? find me at, at Croft and Steers on Twitter because Crofton gets all his good ideas from me. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. All right. So Crofton, he's saying you're dumb. Anyways. Yeah, no, I got no, that. No, I'm saying he's smart, but he gets his good so, ideas. So, from me. listen, there's there's a, there's not a high likelihood I'll get married. So, it, but let's say let's say it was, and you were planning my bachelor party. What are some of the things that you would want to humiliate me with? I'm kind of curious. I don't think there's much need to plan those. You take care of them yourself at other people's back. <laughs> I would be like, just give you alcohol. Let you yeah, it's true. Pretty much, give him a bottle and let him do the work. <laughs> just follow him around and make sure he doesn't get killed. Like, uh, I'd wait until he's passed out on the ground unconscious and then I'd put signs on his body like urinate here or something. 
I think organized lasers are bullshit. 